Welcome in to the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I'm Tyler Smith, and with me is Matt Hetzler, the Boise State hater. Uh, not so much a Boise State hater, Tyler, but uh, good God, that game on Friday night was awful. I mean, Marshall had them, Tyler. They had them where they wanted them, but that offense just was pitiful. Couldn't move the damn ball, and here we are. I never got to text you at 1 a.m., and, uh, oh, well, you, you win some, you lose some, Tyler. Yeah, you do. And if you remember, I said Isaiah Green, he was going to have to be the difference maker. 10 for 17 for 56 yards and an interception. A very costly interception there in the fourth quarter when it looked like Marshall might have a chance, but oh no. Boise State pulls it out. Props to the Marshall D, who did make a lot of key stops throughout the game. This one probably should have been over well into the third quarter, but uh, Marshall D held strong, but Bachmeyer and crew pulled through. It did. And you know what, Tyler? Despite Marshall losing, still got the win. Uh, Marshall is a 12-point dog. So, hey, we'll take it. Um, maybe another good game, uh, Tyler, that you uh, were interested this weekend, UL Monroe, FSU. What did you think about that? Uh, heartbreaker. Pure heartbreaker, Matt. When when they scored in overtime that touchdown, ULM, I was like, oh, my gosh, this really might happen. And then my hopes and dreams faded away into the darkness as they missed the point after attempt. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was calling for going for two. I mean, what do you, what do you got to lose at that point? I mean – I understand kicking the extra point because Florida State was not going to stop them, no matter what. No. But, uh, oh, my gosh, man, that was brutal. And, you know, I used to be a Florida State fan, and I just love watching it burn down right now. I I enjoy it. It's burning, burn, baby, burn down there in Tallahassee. And then another game that, Matt, I – I got to admit, I was stunned at this result. Miami going down to UNC. I, did, I didn't see this coming. I thought Miami had turned a new leaf after week zero. But I was wrong. I was wrong. UNC now is looking potentially, I guess, like a coastal f- favorite. Yeah, which is an absolute stunner. Maybe it's the Mac Brown effect. I don't know. But uh, I, was, I was with you, Tyler. I, I was... Oh. I cannot believe Miami. I thought Miami was the better team against Florida. So what the hell does that say about Florida in my mind? Because I'm not well, ready to give this UNC team a ton of credit. I think either. we'll find out a lot more this weekend uh, when they play Wake Forest Friday night. I mean, if you if you just look at it from a number standpoint, Miami should have won this game. But, unfortunately, Williams had two fumbles proved to be costly and UNC I don't know they pulled it off I mean how bad was the coaching for UNC to like Mac Brown arrives and all of a sudden they're like winning games that they would have never dreamed of winning it's it's crazy to me it's crazy it really is crazy um how about this crazy game Tyler Army taking Michigan to double OT I believe I said last week on the podcast preview, I thought this would be a close game. However, I did not did. foresee it going to overtime, and Army actually Army should have won this game. 
no doubt in my mind, Army was the better team, deserved to win. Um, there's a lot of questions for this Michigan offense. Tyler, against Army. Ooh, you're not lying. They ran for 2.4 yards per rush. That's not good. No. That's not going to win many games. No. Uh, so I know Shea Patterson's a little banged up too. So we've got some issues here with this Michigan team going forward. They got a big game in two weeks at Wisconsin. They got to get healthy and they got to figure out how to run the damn ball uh, because Wisconsin, I'm not high on them, but Wisconsin will kick their ass if they keep this stuff up. Uh, last thing I want to say about Army, hell of an effort. You know, uh, they controlled the game. Three turnovers for each team. So it was, it was sloppy. They kept, uh, kept handing the ball back, but. Oh, what could have been, Tyler? What could have been? I know. I know. I, you know, and I remember I said that noon start was my biggest concern for Michigan. I think that had a lot to do with it. Well, let's roll on to the next big stunner of the week. Syracuse. Uh, oh. I love Dino Babers. I think they, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, maybe we were just wrong about Maryland. I mean, good lord! They put up sixty-three after putting up seventy-nine last week. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Maybe, maybe the Loxley is the guy. I I didn't think he was going to be that impactful already, but hey, here he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I Dino Babers. Yeah, I've been a yeah. I've been a Babers hater, man. Look at me. I'm looking good. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, granted, they they do play in the ACC, so Maryland. Is probably better than your average ACC team, is what it's looking like here. Uh, Maryland rushing the ball, uh, 354 yards, Tyler. These guys, they have athletes. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see Maryland going forward. Uh, I'm concerned about Tommy DeVito. He actually had a decent game, but uh, they just, they can't run the ball, which is a big problem. And uh, the defense... I got hate for not putting like their defense ranked in the top, whatever. 63 yards. I mean, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, Pitiful. Pitiful. Here was a bit hit. Oh, here was a big one, Tyler. But it kind of went as we expected. Clemson, A&M. Was never really in doubt for Clemson after you know that second quarter. They got out to a 17-3 lead at halftime. Kellen Mond, as I said, I'm not a huge fan of the guy. Pretty uh, mediocre. Uh, 24 for 42, 236, and he just never really got in a rhythm. That Clemson D disrupted him all game long. But I will give the A&M defense credit, Tyler. They held Clemson to only 121 yards rushing. Uh, ETN banked up as well, so Clemson did not come out of this, you know, happy because ETN's banged up, so this is a problem. And Trevor Lawrence, he didn't look like a Heisman winner. Again, in no. the second straight game. So, uh, I, I, Clemson's not going to be tested all year until they get to the playoff. But uh, I'm kind of feeling like Clemson's not, not the, one of the top two teams in the country right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. bold. I, I'm on, that is I still bold. have them number one in my rankings. But a few more performances like this from the offense, and I'm just I'm going to have to move them down. And I'm sure people will love that. I'm. Oh yeah, they're gonna love that. Bama, Bama, Bama's gonna be one. Yeah. Do you have any well, thoughts on that uh, game right there, bud? 
I mean, overall, it was kind of a lackluster game. Not much really happened. Yeah, it, I mean, we knew Clemson was going to win. Clemson ended up winning. They did what they had to. And now it's on to Syracuse, who can't even stop Maryland. Yeah, that's going to be a blowout. The The line already, Tyler, 28 points for Clemson oh on the gosh, road. 28 points. Yeah, 28 points. I don't points. even have to think about that. That's just insane. Wow. Yeah. That, and that's supposed to be, like, their second toughest game. Preseason. Yeah, A&M was their oh, toughest game, and... We saw how that worked out. A&M, though, again, I got lucky on a couple games, Tyler. That late touchdown at the very end of the game proved to be the difference maker. A&M gets the cover, and uh, we're on to another stunning result in Knoxville, Tyler. Second straight week, the Vols lose a game, except this time they were actually in it and should have won it. But, oh, boy, clock management was not their friend. (sighs) And... You know they don't have a lot of friends. They don't, and and here we are, zero two Tennessee. What what to make of? I mean, they <laughs> actually they played so much better than BYU. Like they absolutely dominated that game until they blew it at the end. I mean, it's crazy. And then they then they just couldn't get a damn stop once they blew it. Like it's like they're just like oh oh shit here we go again. Uh, yep, this one's over. And, oh, God, 339 yards for BYU. So, I mean, Tennessee's D played really wow. good. And they were able yeah. to run the ball this week. They pushed the guys around. And they lost. I've got <sighs> questions on Garantano. Is he really the guy? I don't think he is. Well, he's going to have to be because I, um, I don't think they have anybody after him. No, they don't, they don't have anybody <laughs> after him. But, I mean... He's he's just I don't think he has the if factor, Matt. This guy this guy can crumble. He can crumble. And yeah. you gotta think back to that first quarter when Tennessee scored that scored the touchdown that was really fluky. I mean, they they might end up with just ten points in this game. Not mm-hmm. a pretty sight. No. And uh Ty uh, Ty Chandler got a goal in this week. That offensive line played a lot better. Yeah. And they still lost. But uh, how about our... We'll give another shout-out to our boy, Jawan Jennings. I feel terrible for this guy. He's having a heck of a year, despite this team being terrible. So uh, He should enter the transfer portal. Hey, Tyler, at least the good news is these are non-conference games. So, hey, maybe Tennessee will get it all put together and they'll make a run at that SEC East crown. There, there is no way that they're just going to all of a sudden turn this sucker around. It's done. They're toast. It's over forever. Yeah, I agree. But let's. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on two big Pac-12 games. Really kind of two, two stunning results, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. What, what, what's, what happened out there in the Pac-12 this week, bud? Well, USC laid the hammer down. And let me tell you this, true freshman Slovis unbelievable man he comes in only he was 28 for 33 377 yards and three touchdowns are you kidding me jt daniels who jt daniels might lose his job if he comes back uh he's done i think this kid's got the job matt and stanford is being stanford remember when stanford used to have a really good rushing attack these guys Uh, can't even crack a hundred yards can't even crack a hundred yards. 
So, USC, I mean, they've got life. Like, this gives me promise that USC might actually be a a strong team this year by that performance. That was unbelievable. 377 yards. Wow. But stone cold stunner there in Seattle, Washington. This game ended at about 4.30 a.m. Eastern time. Cal takes down Washington. Jacob Eason, is he still on your Heisman uh, watch, Matt? Uh, no, sir. He is no longer on there. And Oh, oh okay. I, I actually wanted to watch that game, too, but after it was delayed forever, I just went to bed. Yeah. I think it was like a over two-hour long delay, so that's, that's never a positive. And if you look at this, I, I think it's a little fluky, Matt. I think it's a little fluky. I think I think Washington's going to be okay. They did lose to Cal last year too. Maybe it's something about Cal. I don't know. They all Washington always falters with these mediocre teams. It's unbelievable. But I I still have hope for Washington. Props to Cal. We'll see if uh, Cal can maintain this level. And shout out to Weaver for Cal. 18 total tackles, Matt. 18 tackles hey it's no surprise i love the cow d and i know you weren't a believer in cow but i actually really kind of like cow this year so the offense is still terrible but that defense is lights out um yes it is last game we're going to recap from week two the big one saturday night in austin texas tyler do you remember what i predicted the score to be uh you I think you predicted a high-scoring affair. Well, 40-something, uh, 42 to 13 or something yeah, like that. 45 to 10. So I got one right. I got LSU right. Well, but I did not foresee. I did not foresee Texas putting up 530 yards on this LSU D. But, I mean, they kind of had to. They had to just throw the ball around because LSU was just up big early and they had to play catch-up. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. Joe Burrow, Tyler. Oh, yeah. This dude, he's legit. And with this, with Burrow at quarterback, I absolutely love this LSU team. 31 for 39, 471 yards. Did you ever think under Coach Ogeron you were going to get 39 pass attempts and almost 500 yards passing? Uh, No, never. I this I I can't even recognize this team. I w- I was thoroughly impressed and remember Matt, I did say if Burrow had a big game, I would end my hate for him. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I was so impressed with what he did on Saturday night. One hell of a performance. Props to you, Joe Burrow. And that receiving core did they're going to be pushing Alabama for the best rec- uh, receiving core in the SEC. Jefferson and Marshall are just insane. So, I don't know. I think that's a huge difference for if you look back, I mean, some sometimes LSU's wide receiver core pretty weak and with what they've been putting out there at quarterback, now they actually have a quarterback and wide receivers. This is a new look LSU team. Yeah, this and is Matt, just real, real quick. Yeah. Speaking of LSU ties, Coastal Carolina took down Les Miles. 
Unbelievable. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, that's not really surprising to me though, because Kansas is just awful. Um, I do want to. I do want to say Sam Ellinger, great game. He did. He did all he could. He did all he could. It's not his I, fault that I the defense couldn't stop teams. anybody. I was too. Yeah. And I was really. I wasn't as high on Texas as most were, and maybe I was wrong, or maybe this is just their one big game that they get up for, and then they fall flat on their face. It remains Indeed. to be seen. So we're gonna have to to wait and see on Texas. But man, I love LSU now. I already loved them, but this could be a national title you team really right here. They could win a national title. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Uh, let's get into the trending teams. Give me some of your trending up teams after week two. Well, I just talked about LSU there in length for a few minutes. Uh, I love that team. I think they're going big places. Uh, I already talked about Maryland. I'm on that train now. Absolute stunner over Syracuse. And then trending up, I think Army has just solidified the fact that they're going to win 12 games this year. They're not going to lose the rest of the year after that Michigan win. They had a chance for a perfect year. I think. Could you yeah. imagine them winning that game and think being thirteen and zero? What the hell are you going to do with them then? I, I mean, I, thirteen wins—that's that's a lot of Ws. I think the Tulane game is probably going to be their toughest contest. That is true. I like Tulane. Yeah, that will be a good game. Yeah. But the rest of that yeah. schedule, pretty soft, except for maybe Air Force. Um, how about you, Tyler? Who do you got trending up after week two? Well, sat, I got a few that I'm, I'm sad to say here. UNC, how can I not have them trending up? They're 2-0 and with wins over South Carolina and Miami. I would have never thunk it. Maybe one of those, maybe, maybe one win, but not two. So UNC trending up. Maryland, like you talked about earlier, how can we not have Maryland? I mean, this offense, I didn't even know that was possible there. And... I went with Cal, Matt, because I was pretty down on him, like you mentioned earlier, coming into the season. But if that defense can just hold strong and the offense just produce, I don't know, 24 to 27 points a game, they could be dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, yes, they could, Tyler. Um, real quick, I want to give a shout-out. So we talked about Kansas earlier, just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. They beat Indiana State week one, just barely. Indiana State, very good Division II program. Guess who beat uh, Indiana State this week, Tyler? Uh, Kent State. The Dayton Flyers, baby. Oh, the Dayton Flyers. Dayton Flyers wow. go in to Indiana State and walk out with a 42-35 win. One of the biggest oh, football wins for Dayton in recent history. So, um, yeah, that is huge. That I wanted to get huge. that out because I, uh, I like seeing the SCF scores, but... Yeah, that just popped up because we live in Dayton, and, and that was just a hell of a win. 42 points. I mean, I think Kansas only scored 20. Oh, well, come on now. They only scored seven versus Coastal Carolina. That is true. Um, all right, trending down, Tyler. Uh, well, Tennessee, of course. Uh, not much they to say that I haven't already me. said. Yeah, huh? They, they were already down for me. I don't know. I don't know why you didn't have them trending down after week one. I mean, they well, were already down in the, the tank. You maybe because I hope. maybe because I actually thought they were going to bounce back, and then they bounced That's back for <laughs> for about fifty eight minutes of that game, and then good lord. But uh, 
Nebraska got them trending down. You and I were all over them Ooh, uh, in that Colorado that game. That was brutal. And they, they get up by 17 points. And then I don't know what happened. And, and Colorado just put it on them in the fourth quarter. Like, it was just crazy watching that game. Um, it was so hard to watch. It was. And to to think, like, the both offenses really weren't doing much going into that fourth quarter. And then, good God, the floodgates were open wide, o- wide open. Uh, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, and I got Liberty here trending down, Tyler. This offense. Oh, man. That hurts. The offense just is not what I thought it was. Uh, now, granted, they played Syracuse and Louisiana, but I just uh, I can't, uh, I can't roll with my, my Liberty Flames much longer. I got them trending down. Uh, big game this week for them, though. They host Buffalo. Um, if they can get this win, I'm back on the Liberty train. Back on it. Oh, my. Yeah, well, I, I don't have much hope for Liberty. And remember my trio from Louisiana that I talk about every week uh, combined, I think they had 300 yards on the ground. Incredible. But let's get into my trending down Syracuse. I knew it. I knew it. I said they were a fraudulent team. I'd still put them at 9-3. and three. This team is, they're frauds. They're frauds. That's all I have to say. The defense, oh, yeah, the best best defensive line in the nation right here. Well, you know what? No. Nope. Cancel that. I also added Kansas, Matt, because this is is rock bottom, okay? I thought they maybe could pull out two wins this year. No. They're landing at one. This is rock bottom. Coastal Carolina I predicted at one and eleven this year. One and eleven. Took down Kansas. And Matt, USF, I'm I'm not happy with them. Ten points. This offense looks pathetic. Don't give me any more of this Blake Barnett crap, USF fans. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, they suck. They suck. they're terrible. They suck. I'll say it. They do suck. Uh, they're awful. Georgia Tech is a horrible team that can't even they don't they're running an offense where they probably should throw the ball and they can't, so they just continue to run. USF they, they can't do anything on offense. They're pitiful. It's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Alright. Well, Tyler, little segment here. You wanna introduce it? Mm-hmm. So this segment here is called You're Dead to Me. This is a team that you should never pick again. You should never pick them again. I'm going to start it out. Matt, UCLA, you're dead to me. I'm done with them. They were pathetic again. I can't stand to watch it. I'm, I'm a big Chip Kelly fan. I've supported the man. I can't even watch it anymore. It, I'm done with them. You're dead to me, UCLA. Yeah, it doesn't get much worse than what, what they're doing on offense. Ugh. It's so hard to watch. I mean, would you ever thought Chip Kelly's offense would go back-to-back weeks with, like, 14 points? No. Uh, I mean, I no. would have because I think Here he's a, ter- he's a terrible coach. But uh, yeah. no. um, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm starting to lean that way. They're dead to me, man. I have a team here that I was thinking about saying, which was Miami. But I've, I've kind of changed my mind, even though I feel like this is going to come back and bite me later in the year. I'm going with okay. FIU. Because oh, yeah. I've been on them twice now in two weeks. They got blown out by Tulane, which is okay. 
but then you lose at home to Western Kentucky? Western Kentucky, the team that lost to Central Arkansas. You're not lying, man. I, I picked FIU to win the division. It's embarrassing, man. And last year I picked them to win three games, and I got ripped for it, and they ripped off, I think, nine to ten wins. This year I picked them to win nine, and, uh, yeah, that's, there's 0% chance. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, that offense is – they've returned, like, almost everybody, too, from last year's team. There's no <laughs> reason to lose to Western Kentucky on your home turf. No. No, and they, from what I understand, they actually got some fans to show up to the game, and what do you know? Lay an egg. My goodness. So FIU is dead to Matt. Uh, yes, they are. We'll keep track of these, and maybe some of them will actually bite us, but I doubt it. I doubt it. We're too good. All right, buddy. Um, any coach on the hot seat for you after week two? Oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a few here, Matt. I've got a few. I'm gonna I'll start with one, and then you can fire me off one. Number one right here, Charlie Strong. I'm done. I'm just so done with USF right now. Charlie Strong, he, he's 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 failing. It's not pretty, Matt. Yeah. Um. I I I hesitate to put coaches on the hot seat after two weeks, but Willie Taggart. Well, yeah, Willie's on I the mean, hot seat. Yeah, that, that baby's boiling. Yeah, it has to be because you, you blow the big lead against Boise. Get dominated second half. They had a big lead against ULM. Blew in the second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, awful. Awful indeed. Uh, I have one that you're probably not expecting. Brit, Brent Brennan from San Jose State, Matt. Current record there. Four and twenty-three. This guy might lose his job before anybody else. He's going to be the first one. That's horrendous. And they just played Tulsa, who was probably one of their more winnable games. Not even close. Not even close. Brent, I'm sorry. I'd get that LinkedIn account and resume going because you're going to be gone to here soon. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't agree with that. Uh, or disagree. Sorry, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um. You go ahead and name off the rest of your list because I only had one. Well, I've I've added Jeremy Pruitt to that list. Yeah, Phil Fulmer's going to come back, Tyler. I, hey, man, he could pull a, a, a Barry Alvarez like Barry did at Wisconsin. But I had to put Jeremy on the list, man. I mean, it's not pretty. This is not pretty. And if he can't figure this out and they win another five games, I mean – Gosh, how are you going to go into next season with essentially the same team? It's a great question. Great question indeed, Matt. That will take us to our Heisman list, our top five Heisman. Matt, can you start us off? Yeah, with the Heisman, um, I'll start. Should I start number one or should I start number five? I think you started at five. Uh, number five. He was number five last year, last week in my list. Justin Fields, he's going to stay there. I thought he played well against Cincinnati. Um, he's going to get plenty of exposure on national TV, and everybody knows about him. So he's got a good name to win the Heisman. Fourth, Tua. He's going to stay at number four for me. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's going to stay at number three for me. <coughs> Excuse me again. 
Then I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin, number two again. Mm-hmm. So two through five stays the same, but number one, Tyler, Joe Burrow, he's at the top of my list. I'm hard to fault you. I mean, that game versus Texas is a game that can win you a Heisman. You gotta have those Heisman moments, and that that was it was special, man. I I still am having a hard time believing it happened, but uh, yeah, Joe Burrow, all the props, all the props to you, Joe. Matt, I've got Jonathan Taylor at five. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, who would have thunk it? Week two, and we're already tossing him out of the top five. Good lord. Yep. Number four, I'm gonna take Fields from Ohio State. He he has impressed me, Matt. I I was a little weary about how he'd be able to perform right out the gate, but man, he has caught on and he is special. Number three, Tua. Number two. Jalen Hurts putting up big numbers, and I'm Matt. I'm gonna agree with you. Heisman moment. Heisman moment. I went from a hater to number one. Joe Burrow. Heisman number one. Yeah, they said his uh, his odds to win the Heisman preseason Tyler two hundred to one. He's now That's six funny. to one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be crazy though if like. He just reverts back to <laughs> after that. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might happen. You, you just never know. Never know. Never know. All right, Matt. Well, that does it for our Heisman second. How about your playoff four plus two? Yeah, so my first two out, Tyler. I have Oklahoma at number six, and I have LSU at five. Yeah, so as much as I've talked about LSU, I'm not going to change my top four just yet. i got Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State in my current rankings, and I'm going to leave it there. Um, I mean, the season's going to play itself out, so LSU is going to play Bama, and we'll figure that one out anyway. But, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my four plus two. What's yours? Well, Matt, I've got at number six my Central Florida Knights. Number six. That's a joke. They've looked incredible these first two games. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Could they play again Florida A&M and then uh, FAU? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's fine, but you got to remember, preseason, I had these these guys at 12-0. So here I am. I've got them at six, Matt. Okay, easy. Number five, Ohio State. Number four, Oklahoma, that offense, man. LSU has entered at number three, two, Bama, one, Clemson. And I'm, I'm with you, Matt. I think if they if they just look lackluster against Syracuse, I'm, I'm probably going to have to move them out of the number one slot. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well. Matt, hating on my UCF pick, but that seems about on par for his reactions to most of my stuff. But that's okay, because I know what's about to happen. UCF's going to roll over everybody. Uh, This will actually... Matt, do you have anything before we head on to the outro? Uh, I do. I do just a little thing real quick. Uh, Week three... Not the best of slates, but I'm, I'm I'm just pumped up for a week four because week four is going to be insane. 
uh, which means week three is going to give us a bunch of doozies, and we're going to break those down. we got another 20-some games to talk about. Uh, it'll be out probably Thursday or Friday, so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you uh, share it. Uh, share it far and wide. Let's get the name out. And uh, make sure you can leave a review if possible. Uh, give us a, a five-star review if you enjoy listening to the podcast. Uh, just be honest with us. If it's a one and you tell me I need to take cocaine, that's perfectly fine. Oh. Uh, we've been there before. We've been there I before. I believe that's happened before. It, it has. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate that's everybody special. listening and doing uh, and, and helping us uh, get this off the off the, uh, I can't even, I'm losing my mind. So Off the ground? That's all. Yes, off the ground. Thank you, Tyler. So. Off the ground. Yeah, Matt, uh, we, we actually got a comment, it looks like about last week, from Turnmeyer14. He says, best college football podcast I've heard. Man. That, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty, good company pretty right incredible there. since, yeah, since that was like, after about our first podcast and i mean we're trying to improve you know we're trying to make things better and that's what we plan on doing from here on out and if you could follow us at cfb talk podcast on twitter you can find matt and all of his great great information he passed along with his betting lots of betting coming from that guy at the hats you can find him at the hats on twitter you can find me at Arena Fanatic on the Twitter sphere, and you, if you uh, want to listen to us, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and all over the podcast world. So, with that being said, we cannot wait to get on to Week Three and preview that for you. Thank you very much, and good night.